Hey guys, it's Vince. Uh, head on over to club.vincegabriel.com. That's a membership site where you can try it out for 60 days for a buck. In that membership site, you're going to get two months worth of marketing ideas, marketing coaching, marketing newsletters. Everything you need to get new clients to your gym is in there and you're going to get access to that for 60 days for just a buck. Head on over to club.vincegabriel.com and I'll see you inside. Peace. What's up, guys? It's Vince. Uh, welcome to another episode of the FBU podcast. Podcast. Uh, podcast. Um, today, I'm going to be talking about something called marketing malpractice. And I did a couple series of emails on it. Got some really actually cool, interesting feedback uh from these emails so i'm kind of going to do a podcast to dig a little deeper into it i um i spent the day last friday with the spf mastermind and one of the things that uh we did we spent the whole day on planning and we did things like personal visioning we did business vision business one-year plan business uh quarterly uh goals Uh, but one of the things we did was uh, planning out their marketing for the year and specifically for Q1. And I think that that's a, that's a big thing that people do not do. They kind of fly by the seat of their pants with their marketing and do not give it the planning that it deserves. And one of the things that, um, I'm going to talk about today in, uh, in, in marketing malpractice is, is that is not actually taking time to think about what you should be doing. Um, for marketing, but let me give you some definitions. Now, think of the term malpractice, right? What is a, a doctor gets, you know, malpractice is, you know, probably one of the most expensive insurances on the planet, right? And, and what happens when a doctor commits mal, mal means bad, right? Practice means like what they're doing, right? So marketing malpractice means you're doing bad marketing. And, you know, I realized that as gym owners, we're not professional marketers, but we should be. At the end of the day, if you really follow, you know, Kennedy, Dan Kennedy, who's, you know, one of my biggest mentors. And, you know, that's one of the big things that he talks about. There's is the progression of you go from the doer of the thing, right? We're the doer of the thing when we start. We're the trainer, right? We open a gym, but we really just become a trainer. And then, you know, we hire staff and things like that. But a lot of us never really go beyond being the trainer that just does some business stuff. And Kennedy talks about you, you follow the progression of you're the doer of the thing. And then you become the marketer of the thing. And that is like speaking a foreign language to some gym owners where they don't want to learn marketing. They feel like marketing is you know, a bad thing. And it's funny, I was in an offsite. I had a, a company bring me in to run an offsite for them. And it was actually outside of the fitness industry. And you, you, even just talking about the word sales, uh, the girl in the meeting was going off. She's like, I'm not a salesman. I'll never be a salesman. And she was like really going off to, to the point of like, she has this unbelievable stigma of salespeople are evil and they go to hell and they should not deserve to live. 
And that's like she felt. She's like, I'll never do it. And I feel like some gym owners have that same view of marketing. Like, I don't want to be a marketer. I don't want to be known as that kind of guy that's peddling and stuff. We should be, you know, good enough at what we do that people just come. And I think that that's a, it's it, it's really the wrong mindset to have. Is that marketing is one of the most beautiful things in the world. And when you learn the basics of, of marketing, you can grow any business. Now I own four companies right now. And they're all built on the building blocks of marketing, right? They're all built on, you know, the, the, the philosophy of, you know, have a great, clear target market, put together a lot of really great offers to that market, uh, build value and content uh, to them and find the ways that those, find the places and ways that those people get that information and be there. And, you know, that, that, that philosophy, um, you know, is the marketing philosophy of all the companies. And, you know, they're all fitness industry related, but, you know, they're different, right? The one's a sports performance business. One's a, a personal training gym. One is a marketing company, uh, an agency. And then and the other one's a coaching consulting company, right? So there's four businesses, but they all market. And I don't have those four companies if I don't understand marketing so you you really as a business owner and a gym owner you kind of want to learn this you want to i mean it's changed my life marketing learning marketing and understanding marketing has completely changed my life and it's not an evil thing to know and if in fact when you really and here's here's the thing and i'll go on a little tangent here but why do some people hate marketing well you know how do how do you like things that you suck at, right? You don't really like those things too much. And I think that's one of the reasons why people don't like it is because they're not good at it. And I'll be honest with you, I used to not like marketing either. And I didn't like marketing because I wasn't good at it. But after a while, all of a sudden I'm writing more emails and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at creating offers and I'm getting better at learning about target markets. It's like, after a while, it just says, oh, I'm getting better at this thing. And you start to like it after a while. And I think that that's what it is. That's, most people don't like marketing because they're just not good at it. And if you're listening to this, you're and you don't like marketing, it's probably because you're not good at it. And the reality is you got to understand that this is a skill. This is not, there's not born marketers and there, there's not people that are terrible at marketing. There's just trained and untrained marketers. Right. And I'm a, you know, I'm a just a trained marketer. I'm good at marketing because I've trained myself to be good at it. And I get, I don't even really consider myself good. That's like, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm feel like I'm just scraping the surface from, for what I know. I will say this, that the first marketing that I've done where I've been like, okay, man, I'm, I'm starting to get this. I'm starting to really understand this was the marketing I did with newspapers. And I've been um, marketing and doing ads in, in local newspapers, full page ads. And I've been writing the copy myself and writing the headlines myself and crafting everything myself. And it's been my kind of test to myself. Like, all right, if I can get leads and make sales from newspaper ads, I'm, I'm starting to understand this thing. And, and, and it's working. And it's working really well. And But it has it hasn't come without frustration it hasn't come without you know uh, a lot of hard work and effort and but that's it that's i think that um you know i'm off on a complete tangent here of what i wanted to talk about but 
I just think that this is uh, a pretty important thing. So here's the definition of marketing malpractice. I got, I got a bunch of them. A gym owner, and I'm reading this right from my email here. A gym owner who currently has assets and resources they could use to get 10 new clients very easily and at no cost. Yet they toss their hard-earned profits at the latest Facebook ad guru that promised you a Lambo or spends even more money hoping that some white knight agency can come out of the sky and solve all their marketing problems. And I, I believe that's marketing malpractice, definition number one. There's not a marketer that's going to come out of the woodwork and solve all your marketing problems. Now, that happened in 2015 with Facebook where it really was like that. That's kind of almost what it was like. It was like, these guys are coming out of the woodwork, they're running your ads for you, and all of a sudden, you're getting 50 cent leads, and they're all becoming clients, and it's like, it was amazing. It was an amazing time, and that obviously has waved, time has waved bye-bye, as costs have, have gone up, as people are more, um, you know, people are, are not do, doing as much on Facebook uh, and, and the more social media platforms it takes away from that. There's just a lot that has occurred that makes it not the case anymore, right? And so, but there's not this like thing that you're just gonna do to have someone come in and, and do all your marketing for you. And I own an agency, right? I own a marketing agency and what we do in an agency supports hopefully a good marketing plan, right? We build a website for somebody, but that's your website is not your marketing. Website is a piece of your marketing, right? And we do SEO for you. Well, your SEO is to drive traffic to your website. It's not your marketing, it's SEO. It's a piece of your marketing. It's Facebook ads is the same thing. So you gotta understand, there's not this one marketing thing out there that's just gonna solve all your your problems. This has to be you know, something that you're investing. So that's the first, Thing. Here's here's the second definition, and this one comes from um, Gabriel's Dictionary. Um, a gym owner that has current members that are happy as a clam and even tell the dopey gym owner <laughs> how happy they are and how much better they feel, and then the gym owner fails to even ask for a referral or a testimonial. Sorry, I'm cracking myself up. But but basically, it's like you have people in your gym that are coming up to you and saying, man, this place is awesome. Uh, I love it here. And the dopey gym owner, that could be you or me, right? And the dopey gym owner basically says, um, uh, oh, well, shucks, thanks so much. Uh, all right, well, what's good now said of the Rosen? Uh, but you should ask if someone tells you a great is doing some invitation to get a referral or a testimonial. Uh, and it's just, this is marketing malpractice. It's marketing malpractice when you don't do the basic. This is the basic. Someone tells you that they love it, ask for a referral. Why is it so hard? Just ask them for a referral. But then you gotta have this kind of ingrained in your mind and then you gotta train this to your staff. Um, but that's another version of marketing malpractice. Here's another one. Uh, this is from a rare encyclopedia series titled Vincenzo's Encyclopedia. And this definition says, uh, a gym owner that for whatever reason has a large list of people who used to pay who used to pay them money and they never use it to send them a birthday card okay and they never use it uh, a large list of people and they never use the list to send the birthday card uh to ask them to come back and join a challenge or simply check in to see how they're doing your list is your business your list is your business if you got this long list of people that used to pay you money meaning you got people that are completely qualified candidates that just for whatever reason 
stop training with you for we know that just happens and you have their birthday and you could send them a birthday card and you have their phone number you have their address and you never check back with them to join some kind of a challenge you're doing or just check in right. so that's the another definition of marketing malpractice um and here's the final version i found in the peter gabriel almanac um this is a gym owner that has been running their business for over five years and has several relationships with other business owners in their community that share a similar client base. Yet they don't ask the other business owners if they'd like to form a strategic alliance. Okay. Now, what am I doing? I'm kind of having poking a little fun here. Okay. But what I'm, what I'm really doing is kind of putting together some very, very basic Things. Everyone wants the, the magic bullet. Everyone wants the new Facebook ad. Everyone wants the, and I apologize I'm using Facebook so much, but it's just easy. Right? Everyone wants the easy way out, the do my marketing for me, the, the, all of that. And these are the same people that aren't even doing the basics of asking for referrals, of creating strategic alliances with people in your community, of reaching out to people that used to pay you money i mean it's just simple basic stuff that's so easy you don't need a degree you don't know how to you don't need how to learn how to write copy to send someone a birthday card you don't need to become an expert so so some of so, some of you guys really just need to start doing marketing you need to do marketing you need to do stuff and maybe you don't even need a plan right now maybe you just need to do stuff <clears throat> we had a I had a CEO mastermind, and he was frustrated with his marketing results. This guy's got a million-dollar business. He's frustrated with his marketing results. All right, well, who's doing the marketing? He's like, me. I was like, okay. How much time are you spending on marketing? He's like, an hour a week. I was like, well, that's not so, why it's not working. Because here you are, you got this million-dollar business, and we got a million-dollar business, you're going to churn. You guys got to understand that, 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 that the attrition rate on this stuff is, is like gravity. Attrition rates are like gravity. A gym that has 100 members can expect to lose, if they're doing a damn good job, three members a month. I'm going to say that again. A gym that's doing a damn good job, that's got 100 members, can expect to lose three a month. Guess how many that is a year? 36. Now, you like that math, right? 36. You're gonna lose if you're doing it, if you got a hundred members on in John January one and you do a damn good job, meaning you have a great product, you've got great staff, you got great energy in the gym, okay, and you have a hundred members, if you didn't add any more members, that hundred would turn into whatever a hundred minus thirty-six is, sixty-four. Right? That's a lot. That's a huge percentage. That's 36 people that are just gone, even though you do it. What, what guess, you got to do marketing to replace those people. At a bare minimum, you got to be good enough at marketing to replace those people. Maybe you need to do some of the basic stuff. So, guys, stop looking for the magic bullets and start doing the basics. Here's some other things. Um, that I look at as marketing malpractice. Uh, I'm not gonna, I have a big list here, but I'm not gonna go over them all. But one of them is you, you're doing branding. I had, I almost like fell off my chair the other day when I had a gym owner tell me that they were doing bus bench ads. 
And I was like, all right, well, how are they working? He's like, I have no idea. You have no idea. It's like, oh, well, the branding company just told me just to put it out there and people will steer your name over and over again. And, and, and then people will come in. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I literally fell off my chair. Like, I didn't think people actually still, like, robbed people. This robbery. The guys, poor guy's getting robbed from this branding company that's doing these bus bands you have. But, you know, it's up to that gym owner to know that that's a stupid decision. We branding started with, with, you know, big companies like Coca-Cola and all that stuff that has gobs and gobs of money and unlimited budgets. And they just spread their message everywhere on billboards, on bus bed ads, on, you know, signs and whatever. And then eventually you would just see that over and over in your mind. And you, when you would think Coca-Cola, uh, you would think you thirsty and you wanted a drink, you'd think Coca-Cola. That's how it works. Okay. But none of us have the budgets to, to do that. But people are still doing this literally a few weeks ago. Don't be bus band jets. I'm like, what? Bus band jets? Come on. So that's marketing malpractice, right? If it's marketing malpractice. If you have no idea, if you're spending, especially, and this guy was spending a lot of money on these ads. It wasn't cheap. I was like, damn, dude, it's a lot of money. So he's spending a lot of money. And, 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 and here's the thing. So it's not even just that he's doing branding. Okay. Which brings us to rule number two in marketing. Another marketing malpractice is you pay for marketing, but don't track the results. You pay for marketing, but don't track the results. So this guy's doing bus bench ads. And not only is it a stupid strategy, but it was a bus bench or bus. I don't know if it was bus bench or on the bus. Um, whatever but um it's number two is you pay for marketing but don't track the results i mean you're spending money um but you have no idea if it's working or not how 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 would you ever know if it's a good investment if you don't know what it's coming back and that's a really really big important thing that people do not understand this stuff that you got to know where you're at and i know when i'm doing these newspaper ads I have a QR code that links back to the month that we did that. And it tells me how many people scanned it. tells me how many leads we got. And it tells me how many clients we got. And so it's, it's okay. We spent $1,000 on that specific ad for that specific town. And we ended up getting three new clients. And that was a lifetime value of $15,000. And we spent 1000 How many times am I going to do that again? Well, as many times as I possibly can. But if you don't track the results, you don't know that. And you don't know if it's a good investment. Okay. Number three is you run Facebook ads and you pay the ad guy more than you're spending on the ads. Now I own a marketing company, marketing agency that runs ads. Part of one of our, you know, things that we offer. Okay. We won't take on a client if we charge a thousand dollars to run ads for you and they can only spend $500. We ain't doing it. We ain't doing it. And anyone that does do that is robbing you blind. Robbing you blind. If, if you can't afford the ad spend, all right. If you can't afford the ad management in addition to at least pay equal to the ad spend uh, and, and then then some shouldn't be doing it, shouldn't be dabbling in it. You should be finding other methods if, they, if that's strapped, you know, at that point for marketing. Number four is you have an email list and you barely use it. You have an email list and you barely use it. I can't stress enough. Um, the list is your business. The list is your business. So go ahead and take a look at your email list. And I want you to look at it 
and 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 he would just pull it up on whatever it is and i don't even remember the constant contact or whatever you got and just pull up the list or even print it out on paper and i want you to put the list on, down on a piece of paper and, and down on the on the on the table and i want you to imagine that stacks of hundred dollar bills that that list is equal to money and the only thing that really needs to be done is to contact that list on a regular basis with some kind of a message and value and offers and all of that but people don't even use it they got this i mean i, I always i always love when i get the the gym that comes to me and they've been in business forever and they go, yeah, we got an email list of 15,000 people. So how about the email? No, like once every three months. And I'm like, oh God, we're sitting on a gold mine. You're sitting on a gold mine. Complete gold mine. So that's number four. Um, you got an email list. Um, and, and, um, the number five is you think posting on social media is worth your time. Um, now I'm not, here's the thing. Don't, don't like skewer me here. Um, you know, I'm not saying we don't do some stuff on social media, but I, I will, I will tell you this. Um, I was in a mastermind once and the guy was, you know, bragging about how many Instagram followers he had. Right. And, you know, he, he ran a mastermind like I did and he's bragging about how many Instagram followers he had. How many you got, Gabriel? I was like, I oh, mean, I think I don't think I've cracked a thousand. I don't think at that time I had, a, I think at that time I had like a thousand, um, followers. And, um, he's like, oh, well. And, uh, he, he basically, he said, how many in the mastermind? I was like, oh, I got like, at that time I had like 40 or something in the mastermind. I was like, how many in your mastermind? And he's like, oh, I got like five. I'm like, oh, interesting. That ten thousand Instagram followers, but he's got five, um, five members of his mastermind. I was like, come on, dude. Um, so, so a lot of times you think that, and look at these influencers, right? It's like I always love these influencers. It doesn't equate to money. It doesn't. They got ten thousand followers on Instagram, but they don't make a dollar doing this stuff. And I think, especially with social media, a lot of it is like you post something on on social. Especially on your business page, you know, what Facebook has done is like so few people see that stuff. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm not saying there aren't strategies that, that do work well and, you know, where you can do use engagement and stuff like that. But, but if you think that that's a marketing strategy, if you're just going to post on social and that's going to be your whole marketing, you know, think again because you're, you're going to need to be doing some, some other things. Okay. Number six is you think newspapers don't work anymore. And I get this all the time. Like news, they, they look at me like newspaper ads. Like, are you serious, dude? Like, yeah, dude. Uh, newspaper ads killing, killing it right now in return. Um, real small local, look for the real small local newspapers. Um, preferably ones that, you know, maybe are go, are so small that they go into the mailbox instead of at the end of the street. But, um, here's the rule. The rule is if your client reads the newspaper, then you should be marketing in the newspaper. It's not, it's not the media that's dead. It's not that newspapers are dead. It's not that direct mail is dead. It really just matters of is that client looking at that publication? And I will say this, especially if the, one of the reasons why I like the local newspaper is, that comes in the mail is because, hey, when I get mail, there's like three things in the mail. Think of how less crowded it is in the mailbox than it is in your email inbox. 
Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't email. I think you should do both, right? But there's like four pieces of mail that come every day. And so the chances and likelihood of your direct mail piece or your newspaper getting seen is a lot higher than it used to be. I mean, when you used to get the mail, there was like this monster pile of stuff that people would have to wade through. So you have that. Uh, number seven is you have a website that's a black hole. You have a website that's a black hole. And that just means that you, you have a, an old dog as a, for a website. People go to your website and all of a sudden they don't, uh, uh, they, 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 it takes them, it takes like 10 minutes for your website to load. There's no call to action. There's no offer. It's all over the place. It's all about you. Um, it basically means that your website is there, but it actually doesn't do what it's supposed to do, which is get people to convert. That's what your website is designed to do. It's not meant to look pretty. It's not meant to have flash on it. It's not meant, it's designed to convert. And I always like laugh, you know, my mom will like kind of say, you know, you need to update your website. And you, you, you have not updated your bio on your, my mom, my mom, you have not updated your bio on your website. You're losing business because of it. Like, <laughs> just like, oh God. No, your website is designed to convert. And, and it's like, yeah, and that will go to my bio and that's fine. And not to say that my mom's wrong. But the reality is that's like what people care about. They don't, they care about how the website looks and does it have perfect, you know, uh, no typos and is it perfect? Um, it's really more about is your website set up to convert? And that's when we build websites for gyms and the agency, you know, that's what we really focus on. We focus on does the website convert? Meaning does someone go to that website and are they giving us their name and email address, um, to, uh, potentially take, uh, the next step? Okay, so I could go on forever, but I'm going to kind of pop it and stop it here. Um, but hopefully this was helpful and it it gives you some things that you may want to rethink that if you are doing so, if you're doing bus at Benji, I'm so sorry. I'm, I apologize. Um, but maybe some things that uh, you should stop doing, but also maybe some things that you need to do, like the basics of. Asking for a referral when someone tells you a good job or going out in your community and creating joint ventures. Um, but for the main thing today is just like rethinking marketing and really understanding that um, this is an important part of your business. And even if you're really good with retention, even if you're really good with retention, you still need to be good enough at marketing to at least replace the people that you lose. And if you want to grow, then you got to be able to replace the people that you lose plus some. So, for example, our 100 client uh, example, right? If we got 100 clients, we're going to lose 36 that year. Well, if we want to get to 120, we, you know, got to add. Uh, I don't even know the math anymore, but you get my point, right? You get my point. You got to exceed that number. Well, because you got to add back what you lose, too. So that's why it's important to be good at marketing. And uh, as I said, you will love marketing when you start getting good at it. And the only way to get good at it is just to start doing it yourself. And um, so hopefully this was helpful. Um, I wrote a book called The Ultimate Guide to Marketing Your Gym. If you'd like to uh, read the book, you can just head on over to Vince's free book. Dot com. It's uh, my book, The Ultimate Guide to Marketing Your Gym. Now, here's the caveat. Um, the, it's Vince's free book. So technically, the book is free. 
Um, when you get to the link, all you gotta do is cover shipping. It's a couple sets, like $7, um, for shipping, but we will ship the book out to you. We'll write you a nice little note too. I do all the shipping myself. So if, if you really want to learn more about marketing, if you want to have a better marketing plan for your gym and your business, then I think the ultimate guide to marketing gym is like a staple in your library. Um, it's just go to Vince's free book.com and, um, hopefully this was helpful and I will see you soon. Peace.